Live from the old National Bank State Street Studio, across from the historic Chicago Theater, you are listening to Carmen and Yurko on the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. This is WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago, a good Karma Brands radio station. All right, when we go on this Thursday, Carmen and Yurk, remember to come join us tomorrow. Yeah, we're kicking off the new year by... Uh, Hitting the town, baby. Southside, Homewood. Homewood. We are going to be at Buffalo Wild Wings in Homewood for another football feast. I mean, it's our last one, which is a little bittersweet. I'm not going to lie. Well, we know there's a uh, only a handful of football games left. I know, Yerk. We've we got, got two counting weekends, them down. Right, two weekends of full slate of activities. Well, we're going to see eight games, eight games. Then after that, then after that, it's... (laughs) I know. (laughs) Oh, my God. We could start counting them down. It's kind of sad. Or six games and six games. I don't exactly know how much, but... How many games are there in that first weekend? I thought it was eight, but who knew the hell? No, there's six games. I don't six. know what the hell's going It's on. two Saturday, three Sunday, one Monday next week to kick things off. It's six and six. So we got six and six. Six and six, yes. And then what's after that? Uh, then after it goes six, six down to four, uh, down to championship Sunday, oh, yeah, which is two, yeah, which is two games, right? Yeah, of oh, course. Boy, we go from two teams with buys, so twelve, then six more, then championship Sunday, and then that's it. Oh my God, didn't even really think about that until you said it. Well, one I more think it goes six and four. Myself, maybe I'm wrong. No, no, I because don't the other two teams. Uh, I, know. I don't know. Well, I'm, I'm just so disheartened just thinking about the fact that football's going to be over in a month and a half. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Uh, so we got one final football feast. Oh, uh, then pictures at Buffalo Wild Wings with Miller Lights. So join us tomorrow, we'll be there. noon to two thirty. Halstead. Yeah, it's on uh, Halstead in Halstead. Homewood. Yeah, eighty ninety four. Go south and you'll see it, guys. I look forward to it. Yeah, you'll see the construction of a new casino out there in Homewood. By That's the way. what I've heard, Yerko. Yeah, in Halstead. Yeah, it'll be nice to get out right when the you know the year starts. I like that. Uh, to get out and about. So uh, next weekend, we'll kick off the playoffs. Yurko will be able to watch one of those uh, playoff games that a lot of us won't be able to because he's got Paramount+. Plus. I've got the cock. I'm still uh, asking to come over uh, to your house. I thought it was on Peacock, not Paramount+. Plus. Oh, yeah, Peacock. I'm sorry. Peacock. I yeah. get them all confused. Paramount+, Plus Paramount is a different CBS. one. That's CBS. Peacock yeah. is NBC. That's CBS for sure. Bro. Yeah. Yes. And then, and then Yurko, you're right. It goes from six to four, four to, to two. two. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yes. Yeah, six six four, to two. four to two. Oh, boy. To one. Oh, and the Pro Bowl games, which will feature two Bears, Montez Sweat and Jalen Johnson. Yeah, but so that's congrats. just them guys like doing shot games, you know. Who can, do a, who can do a Boilermaker the quickest. They, they don't even do anything What, anymore. are they doing like Revenge of the Nerds games? I, I don't know. Maybe they're going to be doing a, 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 a javelin toss. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So good. Lamar's. Limp-wristed throwing style. I think I was like not. I was trying to do the math in my head. Like that movie came out long time ago. I believe I'm going to double check it right now. Early '90s, late '80s. I believe it's '83. No, I believe it's 1983. '83. Revenge of the Nerds. 1984. Okay. Okay. So in 1984, Revenge of the Nerds comes out. Right. And I feel like, like by like '87 or so, '87-ish. Maybe 88. I watched, you know, with some friends, Revenge of the Nerds. And I was thinking about this the other day because what it was crazy to me is that, like, I was basically my son's age. 
and I can't imagine letting him watch Revenge yeah. of the Nerds. Yeah. Just can't imagine. Well, you and your you you and your buddies where mom and dad were working, or I, mom was up, you know, making chicken pot pie. Your dad was out uh, selling liquor to anybody he could find to get drunk. And Leo, and, Leo, and there you were. Yeah. There you were down with your buddies going, hey, I got a movie, guys. And it says rated R. And we all knew about, like, what happens in the movie. And we're all on the edge of our seat, like, waiting to see the actual scene itself. Yeah. And, wow. I'm like, man, he, like, my son's almost 12. Was yeah, I? He's I there. was 12 or 13 when I watched You that knew movie. what you were thinking, you filthy beast. Like Kentucky Fried Movie or Porky's or any of those oh, others, yeah. you know? Like, Porky's great. By the time I was my son's age, I think I had seen a few of those. And yeah. I couldn't imagine letting I, I wouldn't be a good parent. I couldn't have a good conscience. Porky's would make you oh, cry. Oh, my God. I mean, it make you cry. Anyway, I digress. I don't know how we got on that. We got there. That's all that's important. Maybe it was McKnight at the movies. Maybe you're going down the lineup. Well, and you we'll, do that. we'll do that. We've got later. McKnight at the movies, and usually oh, when no, we talk about McKnight at the movies... Because you said they're doing the javelin lim- throwing. The limp-wristed throwing style of Lamar. Lamar, Lamar. No, that's not what they're doing. I don't, But it's some sort of games. I don't know. Then there's yeah. a flag football game. They're in Orlando the week before the Super Bowl. So, uh, you know. But yeah. congrats to Jalen Johnson yeah. and to Montez Sweat. And Montez Sweat. Sweat. Yeah. yeah. Did you see the way uh, Eberflus called him into the big meeting? I did. Yeah. I liked that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, break it up a little bit. Have some fun. They brought Jalen's son in there, it looked like. That was very cool. I liked the whole thing. Well done. So uh, two Bears make the Pro Bowl. Congrats. Probably could have argued that another, you know, could have, would have, could have, whatever. DJ Moore obviously had an, a pretty incredible season. The list of wide receivers, though, I mean, my God. Even in just if you break it down by conference here, you think about the year CeeDee Lamb had, you think about the year Mike Evans had, think about the year A.J. Brown has had. I mean, it's uh, tough sledding. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, even when you have the kind of year that he's had. And it's been a career year for who DJ made, Moore. Right. Who made it in the NFC? It was, uh, I don't have the list in front of me. It was CD for sure and Mike Evans for sure. And I think right. AJ Brown. And then there's one more. No, no, no Puka Nakua. Oh, Puka. There you go. Thank Puka. you. So it was Puka, AJ Brown, a CD Lamb, and Wonderful. Mike Evans. Good there for those go. guys. Congratulations. Puka Nakua. We threw away 25 bucks on Puka Nakua, but that's okay. I didn't mind. Well, we're going to find out. We don't know if we threw it away yet. <clears throat> no. I, uh, how many yards does he have? 1,500 now? Uh, 1,465, 1,500. Guy's going to set a rookie receiving record, and they're going to deny him the, the, the thing. I don't, I don't get it. Oh, Yurko, stop it. You I don't get, get it. it. I don't get it. Yurko. I don't get it. C.J. Stroud has the lowest interception percentage in the NFL, rookie or otherwise. He's got over 20 touchdowns. He's gonna, he still might throw for 4,000 yards just by missing a few Wait games. A He's got over 20 it's, touchdowns? He's a rookie. Where does the celebration oh, begin God, for the big 20-touchdown mark? You can't be serious. That's Puka been crossed. Nakua over C.J. Stroud. Puka Nakua over C.J. Stroud. I let Yurko talk me into a, just a small wager over the 20, break. I'm like, I bet $25, too. Yeah, we both did. Yeah, we last Thursday. 20, we did it last Thursday. No, it was two, two weeks ago. Two Thursdays Two weeks ago. ago we did it, yeah. Because we weren't sure. Like I'm like, well, if C.J. doesn't come back. Yeah, then he's truncated. Th- then that's, you know, can't maybe. win but, anything playing 13 games. Are you kidding me? C.J. Stroud is like, I'm trying to find the latest odds. I mean, he's like minus 2,000, I think, Eric. Again. We got no chance of winning uh, again, that. Again, when I looked at it, he was minus 26. And before we could pull the trigger. He's minus 1,000. He dropped to 1,500. Now he's minus 1,000. Minus 1,000. Even a better. You know what that means? All types of action coming in on Puka. Nakua, and I can't wait to win. I'm going to take that $125 and do something with it. What if the te- if the Texans go in to if the Texans go into Indy and win this weekend and clinch a playoff spot, then you could definitely, I think, unfortunately, you think they're going to go into in Indianapolis? Do you know what a nightmare Indianapolis is? No, to play in 
<laughs> I'm so scared of Gardner Minshew. I mean, he does have a great he stash. The shoe. He I is mean, the shoe. He's the shoe. You got to be careful with the Gardner. I think the Texans will win that game. They're a small favorite. They were a small favorite at home in week two when they lost, but Anthony Richardson gave them a tough time in the first fits. half. Gave him fits. Where he had a couple of long rushing touchdowns. Then he got hurt in that game, and Minshew had to finish it. But I think Houston goes in this week, and that's the Saturday night game. That's actually a pretty good one. Yeah. Winner gets a playoff spot in that game. Here. I like that Winner one. clinches a playoff spot. And then I'm trying to think of the other scenarios in that game. If the Texans were to win and then Jayville were to lose, the Texans win that division. Right. You believe that? Yeah. Yep. Holy cow. I don't think the Jags are going to lose to the Titans. Trevor Lawrence trending for a return. That'd be an ultimate choke job. If the Jags go on the road, lose to a Titans team that's had a tough year that's been eliminated and might be going back to Ryan Tannehill. Right. Like, and, and, and Jags shouldn't be losing that game. And I don't know if Vrabel and the GM or Vrabel and somebody's not getting along with each other over there. They might have some tr- problems over there. They might be ready just to say goodbye to everything over there. Vrabel might be one of those guys who loses a job. And I don't know. You I know think people so? like Mike Vrabel. I like Mike Vrabel. You, you can like a guy. But sometimes you're just at a place for an extended period of time, and you need a breath of fresh air. That's the way it is. Yeah. It's going to happen in Washington. Yeah, it's they, happening. They got five wins in Tennessee. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. Didn't they clean house up, upstairs? Didn't they already clean house once? Remember after the guy traded away A.J. Brown? I believe they changed they the GM. They got rid of the general manager. Ago. Right. You got a new GM in now with a guy he didn't hire, right? Yeah. And they haven't actually been successful, have they? No, they have not. No. They're probably going to finish 5-12, and 12 too. I, I don't see them winning this weekend. 5-12, you, you know what that know means. You never know as a right? dog, like, the yeah. chance to play spoiler. This is kind of where he lives, but, but that'd be a bad loss by Jackson. Okay, so Vrabel, one of those guys that's on the outside looking in. You're going to have uh, Coach uh, Chico out on the outside looking in. Yeah, that seems to be a formality. Yeah, at you're going to have point. a number of guys you know, on the outside looking in, people not happy with the way things have been going. How about, like, in... Philly, they want Nick Sirianni out already. Boy, those Philly fans, man. man they don't, don't care. We're rough. Philly Sid Holy was on hold cow. yesterday. I'm was trying he? to give you some thoughts on the coaching staff and stuff like that. I didn't see. I'm sorry. Well, you know, you're busy. You're hosting a show. It's not as easy. Maybe today Here's I pointed out to you. Pointed out. Calls. You know, he's got his thumb on the... He's, uh, he's, he's, he's got his thumb on everything that's going Philly on. Philly Sid doesn't seem like as erratic. As some fans, as, I don't it know. Have, it could have been the, to the defense of Nick Sirianni. That's what know. I feel like. I feel yeah. like it might have been to the defense of Nick Sirianni. Yeah, like, I don't like calling out. You well, know, you really, callers. you really yeah. got to have a short fuse. Like yeah. if you're calling for Nick Sirianni's head already, mm-hmm. aren't, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's the it's the nature of the beast, I guess. But again, anytime they think we yes. have it rough here, somebody's got a problem with Puka. I mean, how do you have a problem with Puka? Nuka? No, I think he just disagrees that he should be Rookie of the Year. There's no way. Uh, I think that Jackson and Oak Park is just disagreeing with that. Nobody can have a problem with Puka. He's a great story. He's a great player. What's, What's up, Jackson? Jackson? I want to preface this first because I got two things. Yerko, I normally agree with you on like everything, uh-huh. but you are off your ro- you are off your rocker thinking Puka Nakua deserves the Rookie of the of Year over C.J. Stroud. There's just no chance. No, there's not one chance. Of course not, Jackson. No. We all know that. He's got an investment in it now. That's why he's making the case. I'm making a we, case. We, we, we really only made it, and it was a small sum of money, in, in case, like, C.J. didn't finish the season. And then you say, well, maybe there's a shot here right. because C.J. only played uh, 13 games. At the time I looked at it, it was 8-1. Right. to one. Two hours later, it was 6-1. to one. Yeah, so they, but of okay. course, no, he's not really trying to make that argument, no. Can I ask you guys one more question? Yes, really of quick? course you can. Um, that, so 
this is something I haven't heard you guys discuss yet. Now, I think it's unlikely, but let's say nobody wants to deal with us or we're asking too much for the number one pick, and we're, we ended up getting stuck with it, and we've already committed to Justin Fields. You know what I mean? Let's say they've, the front office has said Justin Fields is the guy, but no one wants to deal with the first round, you know, like, oh, we're asking too much, we can't get a good deal. Then what do you do? Then who do you think you're taking? Uh, okay, Jackson, let's play that out. First of all, I don't think that's likely. They're not going to get stuck with the first pick. Do you think, Yerk? If they want to trade the first pick, the Bears are trading the Yeah, first they're pick. not going to get stuck with it. And that's why before the draft, you'll see that pick go the way they went, did it last year. Well, before the draft, they, they traded with Carolina. It, it wasn't like two days before the draft. I think it was March 10th. Right. It was a long time before the draft. They took phone calls, found a team that was eager. They struck a deal. They made a move. Yeah, I don't think they'll be stuck with it. There's too many. There's going to be too much quarterback hype as the spring goes along, right, Yerk? Yes, there will be. There will be too much quarterback hype for them to get stuck with it. When you think about the quarterback situation in Washington and New England, uh, potentially in New York with the Giants, they could very easily after next year be done with Daniel Jones. So, like, I don't think that's likely. What would they do if they couldn't trade it and they are committed to Fields? I don't see them drafting a receiver number one overall, but in that scenario, I don't know where else they go. The tackle from Penn State? But I think they like Braxton Jones. I don't know where they would go from there. The big but, offensive tackle from Notre Dame? Joe no. Alt? They're not going to get stuck. They're not getting stuck They're not with getting it. stuck with it. Yeah, That's not even an option. Option being stuck with the number one pick is not an option. It's going to be too valuable. Because somebody's got to jump up to grab the quarterback. Yes. Somebody has somebody's to. Somebody's going to fall in love with Caleb Williams. Right. And it could be two, three, or four. Yeah. Or five. Two, three, or five, I believe, that fall in love with them. They're the ones that are falling in love. Not Arizona. Arizona says they got their guy. We'll see. Yeah, Kyler Murray. I don't believe that. But they maybe they believe they have him. He's our guy. We've paid him. Uh, we can't get out of that contract right now, even though Carmen says there's no way. Don't ever tell me. Don't ever tell me you it. can't get out of a contract. He doesn't believe it at all. I'll never believe it again right. after the Aaron Rodgers thing. Ever. If If number two believes number five is going to jump them to get the guy they want. Right. Do you don't think number two is not motivated to move right. up? Right. To make sure yeah. they get the player they want. Yeah. Like, or, and now or, you're at number two and somebody believes Jaden uh, Daniel. Daniels from LSU is the clear-cut number two. But number three is going to get him because you're at number two and somebody from five wants to jump you to go to two so they can get Jaden Daniels. Yeah. Oh, I, I just, I yeah. If they oh. if if they're committed to Fields and they want to move that pick, they're gonna get a they're gonna get a huge haul. They're gonna get a haul. It's gonna be a haul, probably more than last year's. Hopefully, I don't think there's gonna be. I think there'll be more of a consensus this year than there was last year. Yeah, for whatever reason, teams were a little scared off by C.J. Stroud, and I think he's proving all of them wrong now. Right, obviously, yeah. But teams were a little scared off by a few things in CJ's game. I'm not sure why. He was a pretty accomplished pocket passer. Uh, teams were scared off, I think rightfully so, with Bryce Young because of the size. It's not a knock on Bryce or his skill. The size, I think it, you know, I think it, it hey, they say size matters, Eric. Hey. That's what I heard. So, like, there wasn't a clear cut number one. Again, CJ's proving everybody wrong. I think there's going to be more of a clear-cut number one this time around. I, listen, I, Caleb didn't have a good year. 
Is it better it, it, if there isn't um, or if there is? No, because it's probably if there is. No, there is. It's better if there is. I think it's better And if then there there's is. better if it's a clear-cut number two. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd like, be if they're all better. convinced, May, like, Williams yeah. and May are going to be great, yeah. that'd be awesome for the Bears. And they're going to get an even bigger haul than they got last year. Because if you look at, like, how many teams would be re- willing to part with their quarterback for Caleb Williams right now? How many teams? I think we did this. Um, well, just like, yeah, I mean, how many teams? Yeah, we, we did it last week one day. I think mm-hmm. you guys were gone. We were talking about it, like all the teams in the NFL that think whether they draft May or Williams would upgrade their position immediately. And it's we came up with like at least 12 or 13 right. teams, didn't well, we? So we so went, a lot of yeah, teams. I think we went 10 or 11. Patriots well, maybe it was 10 for or 11. sure. Yeah. You know, we had gone down. Washington Cincinnati. for sure. Atlanta for sure. Pittsburgh for sure. Pittsburgh for sure. Right. And as you go down, we no to Indianapolis, no to Houston, Tennessee maybe, but they got Will Levis, so maybe not. So they were one of the maybes. Uh, Denver's looking for a quarterback. Absolutely. Denver's looking for a quarterback. Um, the Raiders just drafted Aiden O'Connell. I don't think they are. The Chargers have got their people. Uh, New York, yes. The yeah. Commanders, yes. Yes. Uh, 100%. I think... Tampa's happy with the guy they got. I'm not so sure. I think Baker Mayfield played some football for him. Yes or no, guys, back there. Uh, Baker Mayfield is the quarterback for Tampa next year, you believe? No. No. All right, I'll put six up. If they could move up, I would say. I think if you had to go, if you went right now to the Bucs and you said, would you rather have Caleb Williams or Baker Mayfield, they would say Caleb Williams. I think they'd rather have But they've got to sacrifice. They've got to sacrifice. All right, fine. I give you Tampa. I'm going to take, give you Atlanta. Atlanta sure. Falcons absolutely need a quarterback. Absolutely. What about the New Orleans football Saints? Uh, probably. Probably. I mean, and they want Derek to move out Carr for Carr? No. For okay. no way. David Carr. I'm going to include Derek. him. Either His way. brother's a writer now. Carr, whatever he is now. All right. Now I'm going to go to the West. San Francisco's good. Yep. The Rams probably need a young quarterback, but they're not trading the number one to get I don't, Caleb Williams. Yeah, and I no. don't think they would tell you that Caleb's better than their quarterback now. Right. Right. They, they wouldn't tell you that. Seattle doesn't need one. Arizona doesn't need one. I got eight people that want quarterbacks now. Arizona still, I'm like, I kind of wonder. Oh, you don't think Seattle needs one? I, I do. You think they want one instead of Geno Smith? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think Arizona. I don't definitely. think Arizona wants one. I think you think great quarterbacks grow on trees. Well, I don't think Geno's a great quarterback. No, but no, listen, no. I'm just thinking that listen, you grow on trees like, like you're going to have an influx of talent here. And who thinks Caleb Williams is the answer? The talent, the, the talent evaluators. And listen, what, whatever. Like, this they, they're, wrong, this, they're wrong. Remember a lot. when Jeff George got criticized yes. for crying and his mom ran down to take yes. care of her little baby? Yes. You remember that? Yes. And the criticism back when you could criticize people, right, was real. And they were all over him. You know what? They were right about Jeff George. Rocket arm. Yeah. Rocket arm. Right? Yes, yes. Looked like he could do anything on the football field. And at the end of the day, not good. Not good. <clears throat> but all that matters for the Bears is having a few teams believe in the hype. And I think that's going to happen okay, with now, Caleb. Because of the list people that you... still talk about him like it's a slam dunk. There's yeah. no doubt you can't pass him up. Of the list that you just created, how many of those teams would consider Justin Fields an upgrade over their current quarterback uh, situation? Atlanta certainly would. Atlanta, yes. I With think Seattle? I think I think mm, no. No, no, no. Seattle would not. Probably would not. That's a no. I still Can't? think the Titans would. I think that I doubt the Saints would. Oh, really? Boy, Derek Carr is not. Uh, I mean, uh, we've been Justin talking F- about the passing numbers from Justin like Fields. It. They're yeah. I'd, I'd say They're pedestrian. At Kirk, Kirk Cousins and and Carr. 
I put him in a kind of similar mode. Cousins is better than Carr. A little bit better. Maybe a little bit, a little but better. Bit better. Stafford's better than both of them. Yes, Stafford is okay. better than both. And, of them. Then we're all right. Yes, he is. I have a feeling we've uh, well, we found some common ground. So, like Atlanta, it would be an upgrade. The Giants would be an upgrade. New England, it would be an upgrade. Washington, it would be an upgrade. Uh, Tampa, I'm just not a Baker guy. I know, but look, he's tenth in quarterback rating. They win and they're they're a playoff team this weekend. Like, but I'm just not a Baker guy. I I just I don't see it. I don't. Okay, he's not Johnny Manziel. He's well, better he's than Johnny lot, Manziel, of, of course. He's, he's he's like all right. He he's Johnny Unitas compared to yeah. Johnny Manziel. Yeah. I mean, come on. You know who's stuck at quarterback, and maybe it'll be a good thing down the line. Who? Cleveland. Deshaun Watson. Well, they can't what? get away yeah, from him. No, that's Watson? a contract you can't get away from. Really? Are you sure? It's all guaranteed. All That's the way true. through. He's the only one who's got guaranteed money. Thank you. Watson was playing better before the injury, though. Yep. He looked like the old Deshaun for like, I don't know, seven, eight quarters. And that's a small sample. You're like, Carmen, two games, really? But like, he did look better. Right as he was kind of hitting his stride, he got hurt. 312-332-3776 if you want to ring us up. Chris is in Crown Point. What's up, Chris? Hey, guys, I've been trying to call, like, on and off for the past I don't know how long. I watch you guys every day on YouTube. Nice, but here's nice. my thing. We're on YouTube? Here's my th- yes, we are. Can you hear me, guys? Yeah, we Go got ahead. you. Go ahead, Chris. Okay, okay, here's my thing. Hey, Yurko, I play hockey. Uh, I might have known your kid out there in Lake Central, by the way. Oh, beautiful. Um, a- anyways, I- I'm a little older, though. I played uh, Junior B's out there at uh, St. John. Nice. Uh, re- regardless, regardless. Let's say we trade Justin. Are we good enough to go against him? Well, I think team-wise, yes. I think team-wise, you think you're good so? enough to go against Justin, yeah. Now, my sure. preference... Nobody, nobody my, else can stop him. Why can we? What do you mean nobody else can stop him? That's not true. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, when when he goes and breaks for those runs and he, he you know, and he, he rolls outside yeah, that's pocket, fine. you know, yeah. you, you see how much trouble he gets. I know, and that's, like, but that's, uh, but, the Lions. but Chris, that's no way to play quarterback. And, 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 you know, we know that at this point. That's that's not, it's fun. It's a way it, to play quarterback, but some would tell you it's not the way to play it's quarterback. It's not sustainable. It's not a sustainable way to play quarterback. The Bears are putting themselves in a situation, not in a situation, but the Bears are putting themselves, they keep Justin Fields at quarterback, that they've got to win a specific way. They've been able to control the clock, force some turnovers, right? Uh, get in front, uh, have some decent third yard uh, scenarios where they end up capitalizing in, you know, at a 40% plus clip. That's the way that team's going to have to play with great defense. Now, I think their defense is becoming better and can get better, right? With the addition of a handful of things. Sure. Which would be a dominant defensive tackle and another pass rusher coming off the end. You can do that. You got yourself a top seven defense. And you can win games with a top seven defense and not having a perfect quarterback situation. Yeah, I I just... Uh, Okay, you can say it. Tell me what you want. I like Justin a lot. Right. I want to cheer for him, but you would never call him a Super Bowl winning quarterback. It, to me, I don't. It doesn't look like it right now. It just doesn't. And my, I, I, my point is, if you're going to move on from him, you better not be able to trade him. You, I mean, you better not be afraid then to trade him to somebody in the NFC, even somebody within your own division. If you're afraid to trade him to somebody in your own division, or that, then it's not that you don't believe in him. You know what I'm saying? 
Well, the only place you would trade him would be Minnesota. Green Bay and Detroit aren't trading for quarterbacks right, right now. But I'm saying if you, if you don't think he's the answer here, then you can't be unwilling to trade him anyway. I thought Justin played maybe his best game yeah. Sunday. And it did look better. It could propel him to something because now he's got kind. He's walking on sunshine right now. You know that. But there are still walking on clouds. He's up there. He's making things happen. There are still some things in the pocket that just don't look good and clean and concern me, and just an unwillingness to really throw it in the tight spots. I just throw a touchdown to DJ Moore. Was a tight spot. It was. And and and, and Tyler Scott. You could argue he should have had two touchdown catches. Yeah, certainly one of them. Yeah. Well, the first one was just sickening. He caught you the ball. You gotta have that. Stepped right? out of bounds. I'm not crazy, what, right? What, what are you jumping for? Well, what are you jumping for? Bring Tommy and ask him. Why are you leaving your feet? He jumped to catch the ball at his neck. This is big why? boy time now, too. Yeah. You got to get two feet down on that one. Get, get, yeah, like that was bad. If you don't need to leave the ground, don't leave the ground. And that was a good throw. So you're right. Like I thought, Justin played maybe his best game. Bad things happen in the air, Carmen. Right. Bad things happen in the air. Even though we only had one touchdown pass, I thought he played maybe his best game. I thought the throws were good, in 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 lousy at, at times anyway. Lousy conditions. I thought there was a little bit more anticipation. It's just I haven't seen a lot of it. And listen, we did the player A, player B earlier this week, if you missed it. Justin Fields' first three years are nearly identical. If not even a little worse in a few statistical categories, they're identical to Sam Darnold's first three years. They're identical. Sam Darnold stinks. The same. And I don't think Justin stinks. I don't. But Sam Darnold... Identical, right. but as a quarterback, as a throwing quarterback, as a throwing quarterback, as a throwing quarterback. But like, and there's Sam not a Darnold. Bear fan alive that would have been like, but "Yeah, Sam Darnold." That's going you know, telling half the story. Sam Darnold can do nothing what he can do with his legs. Nothing can't buy himself extra time. He can't evade the rush, um, and that still goes in the passing, right? Much less being able to take the ball down the field and make dynamic plays. Sam Darnold offers you nothing of that. So, and if I told you quarterbacking was 80% passing and 20% running, say I just broke it down to simplicity, that 80% of him is the same as Sam Darnold, but the 20% that he's got where he runs the ball makes a difference. is something that yeah. makes him much well, better than Sam Darnold. That's probably why I think he is better, right? right? And why right. I think you could probably get more in a trade. Yeah. You know, I do too. You know, listen, my perfect scenario is in, with the, the, the amount of wide receivers coming out, that are good players also. My perfect scenario is like if an Atlanta wants to jump up. Yeah. Somebody that wants to yeah. jump up and say, hey, we're not going to get the quarterback we want. We're not going to get a guy with three years of seasoning. We're not going to get it. We got two years of cost control. We can bring him in here. You might have a new coaching staff down there, too. Right. Arthur like, Smith saying hasta la bye-bye. Could be. And so would you, like, would you give a new regime? The, the new like, coach would have to come in and say, yeah. hey, if we can get Justin Fields, let's get Justin Fields. So they're nine right now. It's a pretty big jump up. But yeah. it's, and hey, they're right in front of the Bears. That's where Carolina was last yeah, year, right? Yeah, they're right in front of uh, the Bears. Yeah, Atlanta's one spot it, in front of the it Bears. It would be nine and ten you'd have. Yeah, Bears beat them head-to-head. That's probably why the Bears, they have the same record. It's probably yeah. why the Bears are one spot behind, right? right. Bears have the head-to-head. Yeah. I would think that's the first tiebreaker. I don't know that for sure. Well, now, see, I start looking at my chops. Yeah. This is where I start looking at my chops. Yeah. Because can you get the, the big 6'8 tackle from uh, Notre Dame there? Yeah. Yeah. Who's available? Alt. Joe Alt. Yeah. Right? yeah. Joe Alt. Mm-hmm. Is he available there? 
You know, who's available at nine? Who slips down? So, you know, th- those are things. And then you got nine and ten. Yeah. Uh, Barry's in Bronzeville on ESPN 1000. Barry. What's up, Barry? Hey, Happy New Year, guys. Happy hey, New I just Year. wanted to point out something. I know a lot of times we want to look at the body of work, but we also have to look at what was there originally, right, versus what's here right now. Right. And I saw a, a, a comment the other day on ESPN. I want to say it was over the last six or seven games. Justin Fields is the number 10 quarterback based upon yardage, QBR, and everything else in the NFL. And if you think about it, right, that's really when he's had a consistent offensive line. And so I don't want to get rid of this kid for a lot of reasons. We got him on a cheat for that second year, right? He doesn't have a true number two. I think, Yerk, you pointed it out maybe a week ago, is that Mooney hasn't been the same since he's been hurt. Can you imagine, hypothetically, right, if we were to go out and get a solid number two and maybe get this Bowers kid from Georgia as a tight end, Mm. what kind of weapons and what kind of scary offense we would have going into next year? I, well, are you getting the number two in the draft, or are you like acquiring them somehow? Because they're not. Well, gonna use... so I'm, I'm thinking. I'm thinking we can probably get him at nine. Mm. Well, you're who Bowers? You mean? Yeah, oh, Bowers. Be there. That's yeah, what sure. I'm talking about. Yeah, Bowers yeah. will right. be there yeah. for and, sure. Yeah, yeah. So we can pick him up. We trade that first round pick. We get a bolo like we did. Hopefully, you know, uh, Poles can fleece another team, right? But we've got a good defense, right? You got to look at it. The last, I want to say, six or seven games. We're the number one defense in the league, and we have a lot of these guys on young contracts. Yeah. When we go out and get another edge rushers to pass uh, uh, to put along with Sweat, we're probably going to be looking at the monsters of the midway again like back in 85, man, when they just sat back and had a meeting at the quarterback every day. Very thanks. We appreciate the phone call. Uh, okay. if, if you told me <laughs> – this is why this stuff's hard, right? Okay. If the time machine was built. Barry was in the time machine. He just came back here. All right. right, right. He came from the year 2034, and he said, guys, Brock Bowers was Travis Kelsey. Then, sure. Yeah. But my cautionary approach to these things would be, do I really want to spend a top 10 pick on a tight end? If you tell me he's Gronk or Travis Kelsey, okay. But... How's the Kyle Pitts thing working out? And that's really not Kyle's fault. That's not Kyle's fault. Trust me, I know. I, I know. I've watched him. I've been invested in it, Kyle his, Pitts his, for an extended period of time. If his quarterback could see, yeah. he would have had a wide-open touchdown last yeah. week against the Bears. Yes. Like, I get it. Yep. It's really not Kyle's fault, but I would just be scared to death. Like, it's a tight end. Well, listen, and I, I, and same and thing with Marvin Kelsey, Harrison. Same thing with Marvin Harrison. You bring it up. Remember I told you the progression is, and I like Justin Fields. The progression on this football team is number one receiver. Uh, it, it has been. Doesn't mean it, will, it won't change. Number one receiver, tight end, running back, second receiver. He's the fourth option on this team right now. Mm. And, you know, I'm not, I don't look blindly. I like Justin Fields. I hope he stays our quarterback. But I don't blindly look at Justin Fields and say there aren't some flaws there. I know. I know what they are. Yeah. Okay, but there's other factors that have influenced my decision on I want to keep them on the Bears for this team. Okay. For this team. All right. Uh three one two three three two three seven seven. And I got a mock. I got a mock draft that just dropped. All right. It's got the Bears trading twice. Ooh. I think it's gonna intrigue you. We'll talk about it coming up next. Follow Chicago's home for sports on Instagram at ESPN underscore Chicago. Carmen and Yurko are back. No, no, no. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. 
We roll into the final weekend of the regular season, NFL 2023. Bears three-point dog at Green Bay. We're talking about that, the future, fields, what to do with the draft pick. By the way, nice new uh, Peyton jersey. Thank you. Our guy Dino got this for me for the holidays. Boy, from Dino's sports fan shop in the Glen? That's the one. That is uh, beauty. That's sharp. Makes me feel fresh. If you're on Twitter, uh, I'm sorry, not Twitter. If you're on Twitch or YouTube, you can see Yurko's brand new Walter Payton jersey, and it is nice. Yeah, feels good. It fits you well. Yeah. I like to say it drapes well. It does. What do you think about those apples? Draping very well. I think they're good apples. I like that. Finally got my car out of the parking garage yesterday. I'm glad you got it out. Everything getting taken care of? Yeah, I got it up at Scapel Buick, GMC, Cadillac, Pontiac, Hummer. That's a mouthful. That is a mouthful. It's up there. Um, they tried to charge the battery today just to pull it in, and no. n- n- nothing. No, I no. mean, you know, lights are on, everything's on. I yeah. said, well, I go, let's do a diagnostic on it, fellas. That's you know, be your starter. And I'm sure they're going to figure it out. Starter or alternator or something's, mm. something's gone. Yurko, read me that mock draft you were teasing. All right, here you well, go. Who, who's this Bleacher from? Report. This is from Bleacher from Report. Bleacher Report, okay. Yeah, I just want you to have it. Bleacher right. Report just dropped the other day. Okay. Uh, Paul... Kasabian, Kasabian, Kasibian. Either way, Kasabian. Close enough. January 3rd. They got the Bears. First round pick, trading to the New England Patriots. Mm. At three. At three. So the Caleb Williams goes to the Pates. Drake May goes to the Commanders. The Bears take Marvin Harrison well, Jr. That would be which right. Which a lot of people be happy about, oh, right? You think? And that would be about right if you're trading yeah. to three. That, that sounds right. So the Giants. Trade with Arizona one spot, they take Jaden Daniels. The Cardinals trade with the Giants and take Malik Neighbors from LSU. There we go. The Falcons, via trade with the Chargers, take Michael Penix Jr. Wow. Michael Penix going to the top 10 now? Sixth Holy to the Atlanta Falcons, the way they have it. Titans take offensive tackle Olumayua Fashanu from Penn State. The Jets take Joe Alt from Notre Dame. Not sexy. But we'll protect your quarterback. Chargers via trade with Atlanta. Because they moved down. Brock Bowers. <laughs> That'd Tight be end. nice for the Chargers. Yeah, that would be. They need another weapon. They need another weapon. Again, I'd be always a little concerned. And top then, 10 uh, tight ends. But if you Bears, tell me he's awesome. The Bears had 10. He's pretty awesome. Yep, they trade again. Trade with the Denver Broncos, who take Orb, or Oregon quarterback Bo Nix. Wow. The Raiders take J.J. McCarthy in this one. The Vikings... Layatu, Latu. So there'll be no quarterbacks left for anything past round one, it looks like. They're all going to the top 12. The, the Saints take edge rusher Dallas Turner. From Alabama. And in this scenario, which I don't like because he's the third edge rusher, is Jared Verse from Florida State. Mm. 14th the Bears would pick. But at some point, you're picking up a lot of stuff for moving down twice. Well, sure you are. Which I like a lot. You're picking up a future first rounder from New England, right? Of course you are. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Will it be Bill Belichick making that call? That's the question. So there you go. And I'm, let me see if any other quarterbacks are being taken as I move down this list. Uh, the Illini, the linemen, tackle corners. There's a corner run in the mid-teens. Edge, offensive tackle, edge, edge, edge. No other quarterbacks are taking in the first round after that. Let's go to Jim in South Bend on ESPN 1000. Hey, Jim. Jimmy. Hey there, guys. <laughs> Great show. Thank you. Hey, you were, talk- you were talking about if Fields is good enough to win the Super Bowl. 
Well, in my opinion, he's better than Mark Rippon or Vinny mm. Testaverde or Nick Foles, who all hoisted the trophy. Why isn't Fields good enough? I'll hang up and listen to your answer. Okay, thanks, Jim. Uh, he might be. Those are like one-offs. Uh, did Vinny Testaverde win a Super Bowl? I don't know with who. I'm trying to remember. I don't recall Vinny Testaverde ever winning a Super Bowl. The other two guys did. Um, I'll find out. Uh, those are one-offs. I don't want a one-off. I'm like, am I asking too much to you say? Want give sustained me sustained growth. Patrick Mahomes. Give me Dan Marino. Give me Brett Favre. Give me Aaron Rodgers. Give me Ben Roethlisberger. Without all the off-field shenanigans, please. Give me. Uh, Damn, I'll settle for Justin Herbert. Uh, that's not settling, and I know he didn't have a great year, but am I asking too much to say, give me Joe Burrow? Am I asking too much? I don't no. want Vinny Testaverde. I don't want Mark Rippon. Yeah. Nobody here is asking for Mark Rippon to deliver us from evil. If that's your hope as a Bears fan, just deliver us Mark Rippon. Lord above, please, I've been waiting all my life for Trent Dilfer. I don't want that's not what you want. I don't. I don't want Trent Dilfer. You don't want Trent Dilfer. I want Trent Dilfer on as a guest. Yeah, I like talking to Trent. Yeah, good guy to chat with. No Super Bowls for Vinny Testaverde. No, I don't think Vinny Testaverde. Yeah, Super none. Bowl. Maybe he meant Flacco. Who did he mention? He said. He said Rippin. He said Testaverde. And who's the other guy? Uh, Jay Schrader. No, not Foles. Oh, Foles. He Nick said Nick Foles. Foles. Nick, Nick Foles. Foles. Yeah, and Nick played pretty damn well at uh, that little playoff run. But you know what Nick Foles is? Yeah. Well, we've come to find out exactly what he was. All right. <laughs> what does that mean, Carm? I know what you mean. You're I didn't mean that. We, I, yeah, you did. Wasn't I saw Foles that here? smile on wasn't your face. Foles, wasn't Foles here in Chicago? Yeah, he was here. Yeah, All right. I said that's what I meant. We face. found out yeah, exactly what he was. I've never face. showered with him. Taylor, Taylor's in Hyde Park. What's up, Taylor? Taylor. Yo, what's going on, guys? Happy New Year. What's going on? Happy New Year. Um, so... These Bears fans seem kind of delusional, don't you think? I mean, you know, for the past six, seven years, these are the guys you've passed up on. You passed up on Patrick Mahomes. You passed up on C.J. Stroud. And you cannot afford to pass up on Caleb Williams. You cannot do it. I mean, as good, I'm using air quotes here, as, as Fields has played, he's thrown for two average 200 yards. He's thrown four touchdowns, three interceptions. I mean, I don't understand how he can lead a team to the promised land. Gone are the days where you can have a Monsters of the Midway and have a Trent Dilfer. Those days are over. you got to have someone who can score points with his arm, with his legs, using his ability, reading defenses. And I think you can't afford to pass up on another, you know, kind of sure thing or, or quarterback by drafting all these other things. And secondly, I'm going to say this. The mock drafts, they're like... 3.6% correct. Oh, I know. I don't even know. Nobody to look at them. Oh, yeah. I know. <laughs> like, so the mock drafts to me don't really mean much. Just give me the top 10 best players, and then we can obviously pick from that. But the mock drafts, we can look at these all day long, and they're never, ever, ever no, correct. It's, it's Guys a, it's fall impossible. all the time. It's impossible. You know, I don't even know if it's 3.6%. Taylor, thanks. There's a lot about Caleb Williams that scares me, too. You know, Taylor said we can't afford to pass on him. Um, there's some stuff that scares me. Oh, it's there. I think I probably like Drake May slightly more, but I don't know that I... I, I want the freaking time machine. It makes it a lot easier. I'm Damn wondering it. if Penix is going to be the guy. just get the time machine? 
With his sawed-off knees, you know? <sighs> Panics. We'll see. Next Monday will be another chance to prove it. Yeah. I grabbed him at uh, four and a half. I had him at four last week. The line went down a little bit. Grabbed him at four and a half. They're a cover machine. With the, I mean, I told you. Uh, did I give you the official stat on DeBoer since he got to the? No. You know, he coached yes, at like you the did NAIA. yesterday. Yeah, yesterday he gave us the stats. Since he got the exactly. Fresno State yes. job. So two years at Fresno State, two years yeah. at Washington. As an underdog. As an underdog. Eight and one against the spread, yeah. seven and two outright. You gave us the number. Pretty impressive. Uh, you know, the rule of thumb in Vegas is if you're going to bet the favorite, bet him early. Yeah. If you're going to bet the dog, you can wait. Because the public usually bets favorites. Although I was thumb. afraid that the rule line already started coming down a little. Like, it went from five to four and a half. I'm like, I'm not going to mess, like, if it gets below four. I, get, it, I got you, so. though. If you bet the favorites, bet yeah. early. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bet early. If you bet the dog, you can wait because yeah. the public's going to pound the favorite. I just didn't want to wait anymore. I don't know, because it's not going that direction. It's not going right. out. You said it's it coming down. five, and they're now it's four, four and, and a half. half. Right, uh, you know, it's like I didn't. I don't know. So I, I, I grabbed it at four before it went down to three. It didn't matter; they went outright. But it's going the other. I know what you're saying. These, yeah, these it's going are the, the other sharps. Way. Yeah, these are the sharps that are doing this. Furman joins us live in Vegas at uh, one thirty-five. We'll also play McKnight at the movies in about a half hour. More your Bears and NFL calls coming up next. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Carmen and Yurko are back. This is Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago. Don't forget to hang with us tomorrow at Buffalo Wild Wings in Homewood on South Halstead. It is our very last football feast for the 2023 NFL campaign. Don't worry, it'll be back in 2024. We've had a great time being out at a bunch of different B-dubs across the Chicagoland area. One more Homewood tomorrow going into the Week 18 matchup, Bears and Packers. Come on out, wear your Bears stuff. Let's go. We'll have the Miller Light toast. We'll have a lot of fun. Get some chicken nachos, get some wings, get some fries. Chicken wings. It's going to be a blast. We will see you there tomorrow. Halstead Street. Yes, sir. Yeah, same Halstead that runs through the city. Yes, that's correct. Same that's one, correct. Carm. That is the exact Right same. there by Greek Town, you know? Yes. Greek Town. Greek Town, right. Halstead goes right through the heart of Greek Town. All right. Here was Luke Getze earlier today meeting the media. How's his relationship with Justin Fields? Well, we have a great relationship. We work really well together. Um, um, he inspires me on a daily with his mentality, his focus, his faith, all that stuff. So um, we, have a, we have a really good relationship, and I think Justin's you know, future is super bright. We'll see if he's the guy still calling plays for the Bears next year. I thought he had a pretty good game. That first play last week right out of the gate, I love that. You're taking a shot down the field. You get DJ Moore in motion, coming out of a slot position. So one point we made. It was great. We made that point. Listen, you can say Justin Fields had a great game. If he had a great game, you could probably say that the offensive play calling was pretty darn good, too. Guys were open. Yeah. Luke Getz, he had himself a good game. That little... um, Justin Fields had himself a nice game. I like it. What did I... I've been saying it for months. The Nakeds. It, you got it doesn't work. It's yep. done. Teams are onto it, especially yep. against running quarterbacks. You see that little play they did where Roshan was on his left and he did like that little fake yep. toss, shuffled to his left, then went right. There you go. You want to get him moving on the pocket to his right, moving him out of the pocket, moving him to his right. That was good design. Good on you, Luke Getze. That was good design because nobody's buying it anymore. I like the touchdown. Which uh, the one the, he ran in? The one he ran in. That they, was nice they, too. They, they faked the slip screen to yes. the right. Yes. Remember, something complimentary off of that look that you can give them. 
You get it? Get everybody flowing the other way? He reversed out yes. and ran it left side all the way to the touchdown. Yes. That was the one where they like they could have thrown the bubble screen, right? Is that what I think the, the right one? Bubble screen, yeah. And then quick he ran. Yes. You said quick screen. Yeah, yeah. You said bubble screen. Sorry, same thing. Yeah. I mean, we're talking I'm just about trying the same to make sure I got the same play. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then he ran it and he, he reached ran and the put it on the pylon. Yes. Yeah. It was great. Like that design is good. Luke Getz, he had a pretty good game. So that was good. Uh, let's see. <laughs> and as we say that, let's bring in Shane from Central Illinois. What's up, Shane? Shane! Hey, fellas. Thanks for taking a phone call. Hey, it's perfect timing, too, because my perfect. question. Going into next week is the evaluation. Luke Etsy, if you were to sit down and talk to this guy and ask him to identify what type of offense is his goal in, for the Bears, I think he'd be challenged to answer that in less than 10 minutes. And I think that's a big problem. He should be able to identify that right now. And polls can help him in the, in the offseason by strengthening the offensive line. I'll go to my grave with this philosophy on offensive line you strengthen that line you've strengthened your team of course so what's going to happen there then uh on a slightly different note but still connected the offensive line coach and that needs to be a deep dive as well because there's been times that yes the offensive line lacks but how much has he helped them to prepare for that defense well so, Look, Tevin Jenkins has improved dramatically. Darnell Wright looks like uh, he might be a foundational player on the right side of that line. Braxton Jones was, what, a fifth-round pick? And he's your starting left tackle? I mean, how bad of a job has the O-line coach done, really? I, I you know, Chris Morgan, that's your offensive line coach. I don't right. think the Bears' offensive line is too big of a problem. They need to fix the center. I'm not sure they're fixing anything else. Yeah, the center Thanks, position Shane. needs to be upgraded. That's just the way it is. Somebody can okay, snap the so, ball. Don't go to Alabama for a center. Not, not. I picked out their center, by the way. I know. Oh, yeah, you did. You're the Texas A&M. Texas A&M kid. Texas A&M kid that's coming out. How many NFL offensive lines, even very good ones, would you say all, across the board all five were perfect? I, I don't get like Why? the vitriol for the Bears' old line. No. Still, we're still doing this. I like think Dallas, maybe four years ago, had an offensive line that it's was rare, right? You're, yeah. It's where we put all five. There's always one. Even the Dallas Cowboys lines that were uh, phenomenal with Stepnoski, with Nate Newton, with Larry Allen, with uh, Mark Tuanay, and uh, the guy on the right side that kept punching uh, Reggie White in the head, Eric Williams. Eric Williams. Right? They, You're, always, had, they always had one guy that was kind of weak, and they were going through. And when they got rid of Stepnoski, you know who they had played, uh, playing center? John Gisek. I would never have John remember that. John Gisek. And then they uh, also put uh, Derek uh, Kennard in there. Mm. Remember Derek Kennard? Yes. We used it for an answer on, yes. uh, on, on what was that game called on Pro Football Reference? Immaculate Grid. Immaculate Grid. We had Derek Kennard there. But, I mean, that's the point. With the salary cap now, you're always going to have a guy that's got to play young, inexpensive. You always got to turn him over because everybody can't get paid nowadays. You can't invest $60 million into your offensive line. It doesn't work that way. There's not enough money. Do you think the Bears' O-line is a glaring issue? No, I think the center position okay, fine. is. Yes. Like, fix the center. I don't think the left tackle position is because, like I said, you've got to have one guy not making money. So if you're going to have one guy, you've got the right tackle not making money, the left tackle's not making money, the center won't be making money. But Tevin Jenkins, your two guards will. And at some point, you've got to turn that over and get it back to your tackles making money. Let's go. If your tackles are good enough. Let's go to Chase on the south side. What's up, Chase? Hey, what's up, fellas? How you guys doing? We're doing what's all right. Happening? What's happening? 
Not much. Ace, you guys going to be um, in Homewood, right? Yeah. Like at 159th? You got yeah, it. So that's like, South yeah, that's of like, like, South yeah, of that's it. like, five, yeah, that's like five minutes away from me. Well, come on by tomorrow. Yeah, if I get a chance to, I definitely will get a chance to say what's up to you fellas. Hey, um, listen, if you're in 159th and Halstead, you're in Harvey. Yeah, I'm like five minutes away. I'm all right, right there. Look tonight. at about but, uh, All right, all right, let's go. Let's go. Yeah. let's go. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah. Uh, so the reason why I called, right, was because um, so I was looking at the current draft board, um, and I, <clears throat> sorry, um, so I was looking at it and I seen that the Arizona Cardinals and New York Giants are sorting that four or five range, and I was thinking to myself like, so if. If I'm a Bears fan and you, and you got a lot of Bears fans who want Marvin Harrison Jr., I could see a scenario where I will be rooting. And, I, Carm, I need you to look at this. If the Cardinals win and the Giants lose, is there a chance that the Giants can move up to four yeah. and the Cardinals can move down to five? And maybe you can find a way to maybe maybe the Giants and Bears can do a trade where maybe the Giants can move to one and the Bears can go down to four. Yeah. Maybe there's a chance maybe the Bears can still get Marvin Harrison Jr. and you know at that at number four, and because the Cardinals obviously are going to be you know looking for a wide receiver, they're not looking for a quarterback. So that's what I was saying. Another thing is another, and I and I the guys you can hang up. Um, let's say not people ain't talking about this. I'm thinking about the coaches. So let's say um, if the Cowboys or the Buffalo Bills flame out. Is there a possibility that Mike McCarthy or uh, what's that coach name from Buffalo? Uh, uh, what's his name? Sean um, McDermott. Yeah, if he becomes available, um, Car- I, Car- I know you're not a big McCarthy no, fan. No, I don't but, like Mike McCarthy at all. <laughs> but uh, but what if uh, the guy from the Bills coach becomes available? How would you guys would you guys be intrigued by him being the coach of the Bears if say Buffalo decides to move on from him? And I, I ain't gonna let you guys. And I, I ain't gonna. No. I think. Yeah, I think Fluce is coming back anyway, but I wouldn't go from – if I'm going to change the coach, I don't think I would go from a D coordinator to – you know, from a defensive guy to another defensive Yeah, my guy. answer is no and I don't no. Think I would do that. I don't think the Cardinals or Giants are winning this weekend because the Eagles have a lot to play for, and, and even the Seahawks do. They're not eliminated yet, so I don't think either. But uh, I do, would have to look at those tiebreaker scenarios to see which team would go in front. Because like, if the Cardinals won, like Chase said, they'd have five wins. And I think the Giants are going to lose at home to the Eagles. They would have five. We'll be back in two minutes.